Welcome to Slaking Thirsts, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart, who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. Every big feast day in the church, we're celebrating what God did for us. Right? So Christmas, God became human. He became man and was born among us to save us. Easter, we celebrate that he rose to destroy sin, Satan, and everlasting death and give us the hope of eternal life. He did something for us. Corpus Christi, he gave us his body and blood. That's next week. Holy Trinity Sunday, we don't celebrate what God is doing for us. We celebrate who he is, that God revealed his innermost life to us. And what I think is we've just learned it as a fact, like two plus two equals four, but we never really sensed the immense implication of intimacy that's meant to go with it. And so we miss out on all the power of knowing about the Trinity. Because we're the only world religion that believes in this. Philosophers, they have some sort of mystery of God. But we're the only ones that say, well, God has actually told us who he is. He's told us his heart, his innermost life. The catechism says God has revealed his inmost secret that he's an eternal exchange of love, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So maybe to help us feel the difference of what this I'm trying to convey here, I want to tell you some things I did this week for the parish. Okay? So in addition to last Friday visiting the bar, the NICU baby up there at Hillcrest, I also went down a couple days later to the NICU at Akron Children's Hospital where there was a baby who was dying of meningitis. And in fact, this Wednesday will be the funeral for that child. And so I went there and I drove there and I was with the family. I was with the family when the doctor said, whenever you're ready, we'll take the child off the ventilator. 13 days old. So I was there with them. I prayed with them. I answered some of their questions, some of the moral medical questions with the doctor and them to make sure we're just doing everything we can to honor life. And it was time. So I stepped aside and they took care of that. I met with every staff member in the office this week just to make sure that we're all on the same page as we go into the summer months. So I met with the front office just to make sure that, and you in the business world knows the phrase, organizational health, right? Just to make sure we're on the same page, working in sync, one-on-one meetings, things like that. I also had a meeting with a wonderful uh, Jewish guy named Ron Friedman. He is a lighting architect. He's helping us with designs for the church and things, and I got to meet with him, right? And then I also went next door to Jennings and anointed a few people over there. I had a funeral as well and a couple other things. That's what I did for the parish. Great. That's what I'm a priest. That's why I'm here. Now I want to share a few other things about this week. I felt incredibly powerless and helpless to say anything to a family whose baby is dying after 10 days. And they're looking at me with desperate eyes for some word that would make sense of this. 
I felt powerless and helpless and as a man incredibly impotent over the circumstances. Other circumstances in the week, I felt incredibly discouraged, overwhelmed, sad, thinking, what am I doing? Am I even doing anything that's helping for these particular circumstances? Other times, I got to go out to dinner with some friends, and I haven't laughed that hard in months. In fact, the waitress came over and asked our table to keep it down. (laughs) Bunch of priests, that's what happens when you go out. When Jesus went out, they thought he was a drunkard, by the way, so I'm just saying, okay. (laughs) And another point of the week, I just felt an overwhelming weight of what does the world need right now? Am I even helping? What can I do about all of it? This category that I'm sharing with you is an interior category. You can feel the church get a little more tender as I share what's going on inside of me. When God reveals that he's a trinity, this is how we're meant to feel. This is the proper response when someone reveals their interiority. Quiet, sober, aware, wanting to have reverence for the sacred of this moment. When God says, I am Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, this is not a right answer on a theology test. This is God taking a risk to become vulnerable to you and me, entrusting himself to you and me, that the innermost secret, which I have not shared with you this week because I'm not doing that, all right? But God did. He shared his innermost secret with you. And you and I just go, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Or you and I get to the end of a rosary, like, glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end, amen. Like a cattle call. Do you feel the speed and the violence in the way we pray compared to the necessary and invited intimacy that God is calling us to. What needs to change about your plans this summer so intimacy and interiority can be at the heart of what you're doing and not just a bunch of fun activities that you can check off a list? Heaven is being totally seen known and loved by God, and seeing, knowing, and loving him in return. Trinity Sunday is not a doctrine solely. Trinity Sunday is for us to say, we will honor you and hold you as sacred because you've shared your innermost being with us, and you are the God of the universe and you are our God. Amen.